Welcome to Beyond Borders, a channel dedicated to exploring the world of Athelia, a realm of sci-fi and fantasy stories beyond our own. In this channel, we'll dive into the unknown and the unexplained, sharing captivating stories that will take you on a journey to the other side. Our first story is Susan from the Other Side, a tale that follows Jack, a scientist in a rundown city, as he uncovers strange and eerie happenings in his apartment. As he confronts the intruder, he's taken on a journey to an alternate world where the once desolate city is now teeming with life. But is it all a dream, or is there something more sinister at play? Join us as we unravel the mysteries of this gripping story and discover what lies beyond the borders of our world. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and turn on notifications to never miss an episode. Let's journey beyond the borders together. Without further ado, let's begin today's story. Susan from the Other Side the city of Chikia, once filled with bustling and happy people, now lies broken and dilapidated. The roads were riddled with potholes, cars were left to rust, and the soil turned pitch black, telling the story of the day when the sky was filled with black smoke and rained acid, killing several of the city's inhabitants. Thousands of lives were lost, and thousands more survived with trauma to bear. Touring such an abandoned town was Jack in a prim and proper black suit. He had arrived in the city a few days before for work with a team of fellow scientists. When he first heard about the project, he was reluctant. Reluctant because it was an ill-fated city, a city once prosperous because of its several industries, but a city surrounded by tall mountains with very few roads to and from the city. The few roads got blocked by heavy rainfall, and when tragedy struck, the city people could only wait until death. With complicated feelings, Jack observed his surroundings and went back to his apartment. After reaching his apartment, Jack pulled out his diary and started noting down his observations as always. But this routine was interrupted when his pen was out of ink. He stretched his hands towards the drawer. Instead of feeling the cool touch of a steel handle, he felt a warm touch as if a touch of another human. He looks around. There was nothing. He touches his hands back. I must be really tired. Ignoring the situation, he continued what he was doing. A week has passed since Jack's arrival. Every day, he would do his research work and come back to his apartment to rest. Every day was an imitation of the day before. Jack would carry on his monotonous activities, hoping nothing would ever change. He didn't like change much. Coming to this city was already a lot for him. If he hadn't been offered a larger pay, he wouldn't have come. He was already feeling regretful about it. Jack sat on the sofa and bent to pick up the newspaper from the coffee table. It vanished. 
Right before his eyes, the newspaper on the top of the table disappeared. Jack stood up, astonished. He wasn't tired. He was very much in his senses. This wasn't the first time. He had been noticing his things in the wrong place. He would leave things somewhere and find them in other places. He would think he was remembering wrong. But now, he saw something disappearing right before his eyes. Something was wrong. The next day, he decided to talk to his colleague about what was happening. He shouldn't have. The colleague thought Jack was overworked and needed some rest and so Jack was given a few days off against Jack's will. All Jack wanted was to finish his work early and leave the city. But now he had been awarded some free time, he would see the situation at his apartment by himself. He borrowed some cameras from the office and installed them everywhere in his house. He was hell-bent on finding what was wrong in the house. Days went by, things kept missing, and he kept feeling someone's presence most of the time. He was always out of the house, so he had never felt this way before. Now that he was in the house 24-7, he could feel a human's presence. He denied any theory of ghostly apparitions. He was a man of science. Those things were absurd. There had to be a reason for what was happening inside his house. He checked the cameras, but it was useless. Nothing got captured in the camera. He could see things disappearing in the recordings and appearing in other places. He was losing his mind. He couldn't figure out what was going on. Exasperated by everything, Jack lay on the sofa and closed his eyes. Suddenly, he felt something hovering over him. He opened his eyes to see a woman with pale skin and eyes that had lost all sparks staring at him. Shocked still by the sudden appearance, Jack stared back at her. The woman stood close to him, tapping one of her feet. Jack was too dumbstruck to speak. Who the hell are you? And what are you doing in my home? The woman was very angry. Jack looked around. He was indeed in the wrong room. No, not the room, the surroundings were different. He looked out the window, and he could see the factory in the distance that was always visible from his house except it looked like nothing he remembered. It looked fully functional and not dilapidated. Excuse me. I don't know how you got inside my house. But leave or else I will call cops. I am. Jack was confused. He was lying on the sofa in his house, but now he was in a house with flowery wallpaper, cozy furniture, nothing like his cold black and white interiors. He hurried out of the house. He was too confused to make sense of the situation. He got out of the building. There were people on the street. That was a very strange scene to see. The place he remembered was dilapidated and abandoned.
There were no people, just abandoned cars and buildings. The place looked full of life, with hawkers selling their things, and people going to and fro for their work. It was entirely different from the ghost town he was living in. He had just slept and now he was in a different place altogether. Maybe I am dreaming. He pinched himself, leaving a pink mark on his wrist. This is weird. He went inside a coffee place and placed an order. Everything looked normal inside. It was as if the deadly industrial accident never occurred in this place. He pulled a newspaper from the stand. It was the same day. He wasn't in the past or the future. He was on the same day. He read the newspaper to find more clues about his situation. The headlines in the newspaper didn't make any sense to him. Everything felt out of order or entirely different from what he knows. It could mean only one thing, he had somehow traveled to another reality, a parallel world where the accident never happened. He had read some theories about multiple universes. But how could something like that ever happen in Athelia? This was not some fictional planet called Earth. Rubbishing his thoughts, he walked back to his apartment building, thinking he would be back somehow. At the door, he inputs his password and the door opens with a click. Inside everything was normal, just as he left. He must have been hallucinating all the way. He would rather believe in ghosts than in some absurd parallel world theories. A few days went by, and Jack ignored all the strange occurrences in his house and focused on work. He wanted to finish his work and go back to his mundane life. However, things don't always go as planned. He was once again facing to face with the woman and this time she was lying right beside him on his bed. He looked around his room. Nothing has changed. He wasn't in the strange surroundings, it was the woman who was strangely lying on his bed. He cleared his throat in an attempt to wake up the sleeping woman. You, again. Why are you always bothering me? I will really call the cops. Um. Jack once again cleared his throat and replied. Excuse me, this is my room. You are in my room. What nonsense are you spouting? The woman climbed down from the bed and noticed her surroundings. She was not in her room. What? How? Where am I? In my room. Ma'am. Would you please leave else I will call the cops? What? No. You kidnapped me here, didn't you? You are one of those goons. Right? I don't have any money to give you. Why don't you people understand? I don't know what you are talking about. But leave now. I need to sleep. It's late in night. Jack escorted the woman out of his apartment and went back to his sleep. Only if he could sleep. How did the woman come into his apartment? 
Just like him, did she also get transported? Whatever. It's her business, to go back to where she belongs, or she is just pretending to be in a different world. Someone must be playing an elaborate prank on him. Since Jack couldn't sleep at all, he decided to check on the woman. He checked his clock. It was 5.07 a.m. Sun will rise soon anyway. He didn't have to go far to find the woman as the woman was scrunched up outside his apartment building. What are you doing here? The woman looks up. I am in my pajamas, in a strange city. Is this even a city? Everything is broken. People live in this place? People used to live here. After an industrial incident killed most of the citizens, this place was abandoned. Now, only few scientists live in this whole town. That's very sad. This place eerily looks similar to my town, Chikia, though. What a coincidence. This place is also called Chikia. You are kidding. After thinking something, she gasps, no way, is this a parallel reality? That's absurd. No way. This is a parallel world. I am in a parallel universe. I knew this was possible. Do you have any idea how much I was disturbed because you kept appearing in my house? Wait, I only appeared in your house once. No, I could see your shadows for over a month. I was so disturbed, I thought you were a ghost. Jack also had similar experiences. He had never seen her before except for that one time, but he did feel her presence. However, much he wanted to deny. The parallel world exists, and his apartment has somehow become a door for such phenomena. Come inside. Really? Didn't you just kick me out? Fine, don't come. No, I was kidding. By the way, the name's Susan. Jack and Susan continued their conversation and learned about each other's world. They found out that walking out of the door would send them back to their world. However, passing to the other side was tricky. The first time Jack crossed over was at dusk, which is when the sun was setting. The night was going to begin and the day hadn't ended yet. The second time was when Susan crossed over it was dawn. Jack and Susan continued to cross over to each other's side, learning about each other's side. They kept the truth of the parallel world their little secret. Jack knew talking about the parallel side as a scientist would be a ticket to a mental asylum. For the sake of his job, he should not venture into the other side, but Susan kept picking his interest. At first, it was the fact that the other side was still a bustling town. Next, it was the turn of events on that side of the world. And unbeknownst to Jack, he started having an interest in anything Susan had to talk about. Susan wasn't his dream woman. 
She wasn't anything Jack wanted in a partner. She was a normal woman in her early 30s. She wasn't a coy and shy country lady, but a bold and confident woman. They would argue about every little thing. Jack wanted everything in order. Susan never cared about such intricacies. Despite that, Jack couldn't help but find himself getting lost in her deep blue eyes. Her lips would always smile, but her eyes would always tell a different story. Her lackluster eyes drew him to know more about her. Slowly, he started caring for her. In his monotonous life, he could see a place for Susan from the other side. 